Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together trying to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program. What we do is we teach our members how to use real estate to build a second stream of income. This could be done actively through single family or passively investing in large apartment complexes, senior living complexes, self-storage, and so on. And it's all based off of what Warren Buffett said, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second stream of income. And Buffett was not talking about stocks, gold, silver, crypto, because they don't produce cash flow. He was referring to a thing called an income producing asset. Real estate is one of those and we chose real estate because as as high as 90% of the millionaires in America used real estate as their main investing vehicle. Today I want to talk about a little bit about Warren Buffett and the fact that he has a few videos out there where he discourages people, amateurs, from investing in real estate. And I've got to tell you, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Warren Buffett, obviously. Uh, He changed my life. I read, I think, three books, either by him or about him, maybe four, and learned some techniques for living life that are quite different from what the average person does and got really good results from it. So, Again, I'm a huge fan. I even agree with him when he says the average person shouldn't invest in real estate. (laughs) And what he's referring to is the fact that the average person is highly uneducated in real estate. He's referring to the fact that real estate takes a skill set it takes education. It is not something that you just go, oh, it's not rocket science, I'm just gonna go out and buy some single family homes. If you did that, you're doing it wrong. In my 33 years, interviewing you know, literally 30,000 people over those 30 years, I have never met one single family investor that didn't take my course and go, Man, I did it all wrong. Not one. I've never seen one person that owned two, three, five, ten, twenty houses. One guy had 60 rent houses. He took the class and came out and said, you know, if I'd have known this, I'd have a hundred houses. It is not rocket science, I get that, 
but it is not intuitive at all. Nothing about real estate makes sense to the average person. The average person, I'll give you a simple example, leasing. The average person thinks that when you're leasing a house, you want to be nice. You want to be inviting, gracious, and be sweet. You're trying to sell them something, you know, lease my house. So you want to be nice. Wrong. But in, intuitively, everyone thinks you want to be nice to the tenant before they move in. Wrong. You want to beat the tenant to death before they move in. It's called the bear and the bunny rabbit. When you're leasing, you want to be a bear. Not an ass. Not a donkey or ass. Don't go that way. But you're pretty close to being an ass. You're a bear. Straightforward. Matter of fact, this is what I will do. I won't do anything you're asking. <laughs> you're just brutal when you lease. But everybody out there thinks that you're supposed to be sweet when you're leasing. You're trying to sell something. So you're sweet and you're kind and you're inviting and you're blah, 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 and saccharine. Wrong. That's why you have bad tenants. That's why you've had more than one bad tenant. Here's the rule in leasing. If you get a bad tenant, that's them. If you get two bad tenants, that's you. You don't know how to screen. You don't know how to lease. You don't know how to fill out the lease. You don't know what points to stress. You don't know how to run real estate. One bad tenant, that's them. Two, that's you. Three, you're horrible. <laughs> you do not know what you're doing. When I lease, I beat tenants to death. They say, they call me up. Yeah, I'm really interested in your house. Can you come show it to me? No. What do you mean? I show it Thursday evening at 6.30 or Saturday at 10 a.m. Would either of those times work for you? Well, I work pretty late. I guess I could be there Saturday. Great. I'll put you in. I think I have five or six people coming to look at it at that time. Let me get your name and number, and I'll look for you that at that time. And what you're doing by playing the bear up front is you're letting them know, one, you can be a bear. Don't mess with you. Two, if you're a bad tenant, you want to run away now because this bear can come out at any time. I scare off bad tenants because I'm brutal when I lease. But good tenants love it because they figured it out. A good tenant goes, 
I see why he's doing this. He seems like a bear, but I bet he's got a big heart. People say that all the time. He comes off kind of like a bear, but he's really a soft teddy bear inside. That's what they're saying. And good tenants are attracted to that. Now, once they move in, you switch to bunny rabbit. Now that they're in, that's when you turn to the bunny rabbit, sweet, cuddly, take care of them, solve their problems, because then it's all about tenant retention. You scared off the bad tenants, you got a great tenant, you want them to stay, it's now bunny rabbit mode. All right, we'll talk more about this after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about why real estate is not intuitive, why you must take a course to understand the laws, the best practices, and the strategies for running real estate. It is not, just like Warren Buffett says, for the average person. You must be educated. And when you do learn these principles. They're, they're hard to use sometimes. Um, I see people take my class and literally go out and do the exact opposite of what I tell them. <laughs> and I'm like, did you run the credit and criminal report? Well, they seemed really nice. Oh, my God. You know, it's you've got to follow the principles. You have to do the right things, even though sometimes they're hard. It goes back to when you get a maintenance call. You know, when a per- when the normal person gets a maintenance call, they turn it into a huge ordeal. It's a, oh my God, the AC's out. You know, they pick up the phone. It's their tenant, Mike. Yeah, Mike, how can I help? And they probably don't even use that phrase. They probably just say, what do you need? And then Mike says, yeah, the AC is out. And my wife is pregnant. Really, your AC's out? Well, what temperature do you keep it at? None of your business, that's what temperature he keeps it at. Did, did you change the filter? You can't control that. Why ask that? Some people just don't do it. They're just knuckleheads. In other words, they they just ask stupid questions instead of solving the problem. Here's how to take a maintenance call. The first thing that you do before you pick up the phone is you remember, I'm making cash flow 
equity buildup, appreciation, and equity capture every time I answer this phone for a tenant. That may be eight thousand a month. It might be twenty thousand a month. Maybe you're new. It's just a few, you know five or six hundred a month, and you're complaining about taking a phone call. You've lost your focus. You're not understanding what, what's really going on. When I had, you know, 20 rent houses back in the Great Recession, I was making eight or $10,000 a month profit. I got maybe one maintenance call every three months. So that really was $30,000 per phone call. Yeah, I'll take a $30,000 phone call. And here's how I handle it. Hey, Mike, how can I help? Yeah, Steve, my AC's out. Holy crap, I'm so sorry. Um, when did it go out? Just a few hours ago? Was there a pop? Anything that you noticed? No. Okay, chances are I can get that solved today. Um, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call my AC guy. I'm going to have him call you to set up a time to come visit with you and solve that problem. And by the way, your wife's pregnant. If I can't get a hold of my AC guy, I will run down to Home Depot and pick up a window unit and I'll be at your house this evening and we'll put that thing in your wife's bedroom. All right, but I, I'm sure I can get a hold of my AC guy. All right, take care. That's how you handle a, handle a call. You solve the flipping problem and you stay focused on your mission, which is to build wealth, which that house is doing for you. If you lose sight of what's really going on, then you start the bitching, the moaning, the complaining, and you, you tell your wife, I can't believe the AC went out, honey. It's just, oh and you whine and you moan and then the next day at work you know what you do by the water fountain you tell your co-workers that real estate doesn't work and it's just it's constant pain in your butt and you're just you whine and you moan some more that's what the average person does instead of solving the problem calling the AC guy getting him to call the tenant and go fix the AC. And then you lean over to your wife and say, Honey, can I have another beer? That's how you handle it. What people think they should be doing in real estate is almost always wrong. You have to study this. You have to learn it to be able to do it effectively. Why? Because you're competing with people who have taken the courses. If it were just everybody was an idiot and everybody did it wrong, you'd be fine. But if you're doing it wrong and the next house they look at is doing it right, who are they going to lease from? The person who's doing it right. Next one that's not intuitive is people will try to eke the repairs out of the cash flow. 
they'll say, oh, I know this house is beat up a little bit, but I'll just eke the repairs out of the cash flow. Well, let's say you're making $500 a month. And there's $20,000 worth of work needed to the house. That's going to take you 40 months, almost four years, to get that work done. And is there any effective way to eke repairs out? There is not. And here's what you'll say at the end of the fourth year. Honey, this real estate investing doesn't work. We haven't made a dime off this house in four years. Yeah, you didn't make a dime because you took, you took all the cash flow to do the repairs that you should have done up front. See, a competent real estate investor uses a bridge loan or hard money loan. We buy the house and rehab it the day we buy it. Complete rehab. If it needs $20,000 work, we do $20,000 worth of work. If it needs $40,000 work, we do $40,000 work. We make the house perfect. And any system that doesn't have five or more years left on its life expectancy, roof, uh, AC, dishwasher, oven, if they don't have five years left on their life expectancy, replace it up front. See why I have one maintenance call every three months? If that, because everything's new. Everything's perfect. And I beat the daylights out of my tenants to ensure that I have the perfect tenant. See, again, I could go on and on and on with principles of property management that just don't make sense to the average person. That's why the average person goes out and does it wrong. And of course, I love these people because they sell me their real estate. I had a one of my small units, one of my first apartments, 22 units. They thought I was the biggest sucker on the planet to buy it. They'd owned it for seven or eight years, admitted that they never made a profit, and they thought I was a sucker to buy it from them, guaranteed. I bought it from them. It was profitable the second month because I knew what I was doing. And by the way, yes, I went in and completely rehabbed the property up front the day I bought it. Amazingly, by taking care of the tenants and taking care of the property, it started to cash flow. Isn't that amazing? It's, I love <laughs> the ignorant person who goes out there and buys investment real estate, runs it into the ground, sells it to me at a deep discount, and I turn it around. I bet 60 or 70% of the deals that I have done have come from incompetent managers, incompetent owners, who arrogantly went out there and said, this is not rocket science. I can do this on my own. I don't need to take a course. And they got slaughtered. So, again, this is more of an agreement 
with Warren Buffett's point that the average person should not go out there and invest in real estate because they don't know what they're doing and they're going to fail. Put in, Get the education in first before you ever write an offer on a piece of real estate. We're going to go to break in about a minute. But in the next two segments through the end of the show, what we're going to talk about is mistakes, are mistakes that I'm seeing in the marketplace for both rentals and flips and how the ignorant investor is causing problems for the competent investors out there. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. You can always find us online and podcast our show at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're about to go into talking about how these ignorant buyers, and I want to make sure that one thing is understood about the word ignorance. Ignorance means they just don't know. doesn't mean they're stupid. They, they could be brilliant people. In fact, I'm sure most of them are um, brilliant people. But they're ignorant of the strategies of doing real estate investing correctly. And what's happening is these ignorant people are making mistakes. And I want to go over some of those with you um, so that they don't happen to you. And the first one is the ultimate killer. It's paying too much for a property. Paying too much for a property. And I would say, I was going to say 70, 80%. I think it's 100% of the deals that we don't get are going to ignorant buyers who are overpaying for the property. See, at Total Wealth Academy, we have a thing called the Sandbox. The Sandbox is a spreadsheet that you fill in about 20 pieces of information on the property. It calculates the mortgage. It calculates the hard money loan. It calculates the commissions. It calculates everything, holding costs, everything to do the deal. So when you look at the bottom line, on that spreadsheet, everything is already taken out. Closing costs, holding costs, um, commissions, everything. So you know exactly what you've got in the deal 
and whether or not the deal works. The ignorant investors out there, they don't have anything like that. They may have created a fancy little sheet that they think is complete, but it's obviously not. I'm seeing deals literally. This is an example. I may be off a few dollars. The ARV was 220. It sold for 180. Rehab $40,000. What's 180 plus 40? 220. They paid full price for the property and they didn't include closing or holding costs. When you add that in, they overpaid for the property. And like I said, this is 100% of the time. When, when one of my members says, oh man, I just missed a deal. 100% of the time, the people who bought it overpaid for it. And the ignorance is how to evaluate the after-repaired value. I have people email me and they'll throw the tax record at me. They'll go, yeah, I'm thinking of refinancing my house, pulling out some capital to go invest. The tax assessed value is $600,000. Answer this question for me. What does the tax assessed value mean to a professional investor? Nothing. The tax assessed value could be low or high. It means nothing. It's useless. Other people email me. They go, yeah, I'm getting ready to buy this house. I can pick it up for 200 There's three other homes in the neighborhood asking 220 to 230 Is this a good deal? Guess what? I have to email them back. You have given me no information whatsoever with which to value this property. And then I explain how to value it. What's the asking price mean to you as an investor? Nothing. It means absolutely nothing. You could have six homes in the neighborhood all asking 220, 230. What's that mean? Nothing. What does mean something? The sales. And if you run the comparable sales and find out that the average sale price is 180, what's that house worth? 180. Tax records, asking prices mean absolutely nothing. It's the comparable sales. What is every other house, just like your subject property, sold for within the last six months? If you have to go further back to get four or five comps, go back to nine months. But you're looking for three to five comps of similar houses that have sold. 
and the average is what the investor looks at. Say, but one of them sold for 200. Yeah, but one of them sold for 160. The average is 180. You go with the average. So, paying too much for the property is the killer. It takes massive amounts of time to recover from that. So, the first mistake that I see ignorant investors make is overpaying for property. They just don't know to take out the uh, holding costs, to take out the closing costs, to take out commissions if they're going to flip it, to take out everything and then look at the numbers. They don't do it. The second biggest mistake is almost identical to the first biggest mistake. The first biggest, the biggest mistake is paying too much. Second biggest mistake is misanalyzing the deal, which I described. That's when people look at the tax record or they look at the for sales and they think that has something to do with the value of the property. It doesn't. The third is not getting a written bid for the repairs before going under contract. This is a huge mistake. You've got to have a written bid before your earnest money goes hard. Written bid and from a vetted contractor. So three is not getting a written bid. The fourth big mistake, not vetting your contractor. Let me give you some pushback on contractors. Do you know why most contractors are contractors? They can't keep a job. So they just, oh, I'm a contractor. Woohoo, contractor. <laughs> They're terrible. But be careful. Am I putting down all contractors? Absolutely not. But the Pareto rule holds true. If you're not familiar with the Pareto rule, 80% of the results come from the top 20% of any group of people. So whether it's a realtor, a contractor, a doctor, a dentist, a run, 80% of the results flow from the top 20%. So, does it make sense if there are 50,000 contractors in Greater Houston, only 10,000 of them are any good? And how do you know if you've got one of the 10,000? You gotta vet them. I talk to people all the time. Oh, I didn't vet him. He's a friend of my father's. Mistake number five, using friends and relatives in your business. Dumb as a rock. You don't do that unless you vet them like you would anybody. I had a guy use two different friends. The first friend screwed him. I said, you need to use one of my contractors. No, your contractor's too expensive. I'm going to use another friend. He's a really good friend. We play pool together. Screwed him again. 
you just done with the rock to use a friend or relative in your business if you don't vet them as if they weren't your friend or relative. And what do I mean by vetting? You have to talk to three referrals from the last three months. Don't talk to referrals from a year ago or five years ago. From the last three months. People that he or she did work for in the last three months and can verify that he finished on time and on budget. If you don't have that, move on to the next contractor. You can't play with somebody who's slow and you can't play with somebody who tries to get you to go above your scope of work. It's called nickel and diming where they get you in there at a $40,000 rehab. Then they tell you, ooh, we should move this wall. Ooh, we should do this. They nickel and dime you and the next thing you know, you got a $60,000 rehab and the deal doesn't work anymore. So vet your contractors and don't use friends or relatives in your business. I don't do, I don't think you should ever use them even if you do vet them. But if you are going to use a friend or relative, vet the daylights out of them. Because I have never seen that work ever. And then the fifth mistake, actually I think this may be the sixth yeah, fifth is using your friends. Six is not using the right loan. I'm literally seeing people go out and buy these beat up houses with loans. You ready for this? From their 401k. Loans from um, personal lines of credit, HELOCs. That is wrong. There's a loan out there specifically designed for investors that will allow you to buy the property and rehab it in the same loan. And pay close attention to this. Sometimes those loans are zero down. Totally zero out of pocket. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. We'll talk more after the break. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am your host, Steve Davis, and I'm going to open the email and the phones. We may have a little trouble hearing you, but uh, if you've got a question for me, let's give it a shot. It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Maybe you're a newbie. Maybe you're a little ignorant of the rules and you need one or two of them. 
um, feel free to give me a buzz and say, hey, how do you deal with a tenant when they do this? How do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? And uh, I'll share with you what I know. 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Um, one email here from a Trevor, which is my son's name, is it looks like you've got, let's see, two, three, one, two, three, one. That's $600,000 in retirement accounts, but you got them spread out. Um, it looks like maybe a 401 from a former employer, a 401 with a present employer, and an IRA. The answer is yes, you can use all of those under certain circumstances to invest passively in real estate at Total Wealth Academy. Um, we're buying everything from senior living complexes to big apartment complexes, big self-storage complexes, uh, strip shopping centers, hotels, you name it. If it produces cash flow and it's backed by real estate, we're investing in it. And yes, you can use your IRA or 401k, 403b, any qualified retirement account to invest in real estate without tax or penalty. Now, it's going to depend on your age. If you're over 59 and a half, it may be wise to pull the money out of the IRA and the 401 and invest it that way. But what you're going to want to do is take my Saturday class and let me explain both of those strategies. Um, oh, you're already registered. <laughs> okay, so you're a member. Sorry about that, Trevor. You're a member. You're taking the Saturday class this Saturday. Great. I will explain that in detail so that when you leave that class, you'll know exactly what you have to do to be able to do that. Thanks, Trevor. Okay, phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. I do want to offer a free class that we do once a year. Um, we may move it up to twice a year. It's called our children's program. And what it is, it's where we get the parents and their kids to come up to the office. It's a free event for members and non-members. And we go over building wealth from really, I want to be very careful how I say this, from a young person's point of view. Now here's the interesting thing. The point of view doesn't change as you get older. So this is important for adults to see and kids. But I started my kids at age eight teaching them how to build wealth. And by the time my son graduated college, he had 4000 a month in passive income, semi-passive income from his 11 rent houses. My daughter has a six-digit second stream of income. She's 28. You cannot start them soon enough on these principles. And this free event is coming up next Friday evening 
it's um, we'll be serving pizza. <clears throat> we give the class. Then there's a little pizza party and networking afterwards. Kids love it, but it is important for the adults to be there as well. Or I'm not kidding you. Your kids will come home and correct you. Okay? You don't want your kids to see this without you seeing it so you know where they're coming from. Um, we start off with, well, we start off with the map. The map is giving them a clear understanding that their teachers, their professors at college are going to give them a map to success that doesn't work. And I'm going to explain in detail why 95% of Americans fail to retire by age 65. Your kids need to know this. Listen, do you want your kids to suffer with the same fears and insecurities about money that you did? Do you? I doubt you do. Please, get your kids, if they're eight years or up, to this event. It's coming up next Friday from 6.30 to about 8.30. And if you want to reserve a seat for that, simply email me. Just say, kids class, in the subject line, and I'll know what you're talking about. Just fire me an email, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, and I will send you the link where you can register you, your spouse, and your kid or kids. Doesn't matter, I don't care if you got six kids. If they're over eight, get them in there. We're also going to give them a free copy of The Richest Man in Babylon. We're going to give them a free copy of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Those two books are probably the most powerful one-two punch for wealth building that I've ever seen. I don't think there's a book on the planet on wealth building that isn't either a copy of The Richest Man in Babylon or says the same thing in a different way. Um, it's phenomenal. And they will get both of those books free just for attending. So, and you'll get a copy too. Every member of your family. It's a PDF. You download it and read it. Um, if you want to come to that event, email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Just put kids class in the subject line. Kids class in the subject line, and I'll know what you're talking about, and I'll send you the link. Um, okay, got one more email here. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Cindy, <laughs> um, I get your point. Um, I appreciate the email. Basically, Cindy is saying, look, I went to my 401k administrator and they told me I cannot invest in real estate. Cindy, that's what your 401k administrator is paid to say. See, they don't want you to control 
your money. They want to control it. He lied to you. Now, there are steps that you have to take to do it, which I'm sure you didn't bring up with him because you don't know them. There are steps to do it, but if you know those steps, you can. It's called a self-directed 401k or self-directed IRA. And Cindy, you can invest in anything you want. Restaurant, hotel, apartment complex, whatever you want. So that guy lied. That's all there is to it. All right. Thanks for the email, Cindy. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.